One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hello, the world. Today we have a little departure from our normal true crime cases. We wanted to tell you a scary story, and today's tale was written and performed by my sister, Courtney Eck. So sit back and get scared, because this is The X-Files. Hi, Tim. The words bolted me out of a deep sleep. Such simple words. Just a greeting and a name. My name. But when those words are said in what I assumed was the middle of the night, when I've been dead asleep for a few hours, those simple words became nightmare fuel. Hi, Tim. The words came again as the fog of sleep lifted and my surroundings came into focus. I was sitting up in bed in the middle of my bedroom in the middle of the night alone. I scanned the room a few times and yeah, yep. I was definitely alone. Hi, Tim. The words came for a third time, and I realized with a slight relief that whoever was saying them was outside my window and not in the room with me. But the relief was short-lived when I remembered that my bedroom was on the second floor of my house. Who's there? I asked, my voice not at all as menacing as I hoped it would be. It's Kevin, the voice said. Why did you let me in? Kevin Lawrence? I asked. Yeah, bud, it's Kevin. Why don't you let me in? With this, I shot out of bed, moved to the window, and pulled back the curtain so I could confirm that Kevin Lawrence, my coworker in the IT department at a mid-sized engineering firm, was outside my window in the middle of the night and wanted to come in for some reason. Kevin, who I've spoken to very briefly, but have no active friendly relationship with, was outside my window and wanted to come in. He was bathed in shadow and just far enough away that I realized with a sharp horror it wasn't likely he was standing on a ladder. I shook the thought away and stumbled back a few inches, completely overwhelmed by what was happening. Even if Kevin had just come over on a whim in need of some help from a coworker that he barely knew, my mind struggled to wrap itself around the what and why of what was happening. Hey, Kevin, I said, trying to collect myself slightly. What are you doing here, man? It's super late and you could have just texted. Yeah, Tim, he said, and his voice technically had the tone of a friendly coworker making simple conversation, but something in his presentation made my blood turn to ice. I just need you to let me come in. Just go ahead and let me in. My mind reeled again as I realized my window was open. And if Kevin really needed to come inside, he could have simply stepped in. 
It was early summer, and I always take advantage of the perfect night temperatures for sleeping, confident that no one is going to try to come inside my second-story suburban window while I slumber, but here we are. Kevin Lawrence wants to come into my bedroom in the middle of the night, and I cannot begin to imagine why. What do you need, Kevin? I ask, my voice again wavering despite my attempts to sound in control. Can I call someone for you? Nope, my dude, I just need in there. I need in there with you right now. Right now. Just go ahead and let me in, he said, and his tone returned to the fake polite version it had been before. I was stunned. Kevin didn't strike me as the type to do drugs or even have more than two Michelob Ultras if he was really cutting loose, but that was the only explanation for this. His face was in shadow, so I couldn't tell if his eyes were bloodshot or pupils dilated, but it was the only logical reason this could be happening. I couldn't begin to understand how exactly he was suspended a story in the air outside of my bedroom window, but was too scared to get close enough to find out, and first things first, I needed to get help. Um, Kevin, I think you need some help. Can I call someone? Are you married? I just think it would be a good idea to maybe go home and sleep this off. I tried to not sound condescending, but had no previous experience with anything remotely like that, so wasn't sure that I was succeeding. Tim, I need to come inside, Kevin repeated. I need it to happen now, but I can wait. I can wait and wait and wait and wait. I'm not going anywhere. But why? I pleaded, and then remembered that there's no rationalizing with drunk people. I was wasting my breath and my precious time, and and quite frankly, I could have been sleeping. It's time to come in, Tim. It's time for all of us to come in. Come in. Come in. Come in. Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Every hair on my body stood on end as he chanted his demented chant, and my general state was quickly shifting from confused and concerned to slightly terrified. I turned away from Kevin and lunged for my phone on my bedside table, then hurried out of my bedroom and down the stairs to collect my thoughts and get away from my deranged coworker. I racked my brain as I took the stairs two at a time, trying to remember if Kevin had ever mentioned a spouse or any family or anyone I'd be able to track down to pick him up in this state. But I barely knew the guy. I don't even think we'd so much as chatted about sports or TV, let alone the intimate details of his personal life and loved ones. What the heck, I muttered, suddenly overwhelmed by my circumstances. I didn't want to call the cops on my drunk co-worker, but I was at a total loss. I certainly wasn't about to let him in in the state he was in. I'd heard stories on the news about people eating faces and killing babies while on bath salts, and again, it was hard to imagine Kevin from IT doing illicit and dangerous drugs, but there simply wasn't any other explanation. I also thought about calling our boss, but didn't want to get the guy fired, so I hit another wall there too. The fire department? I wondered aloud as I reached the main floor of the house and then stopped in my tracks when I heard, Hi, Tim, from just outside my living room window. What the hell? I asked no one and spun to see Kevin, standing in the center of the window, calm and collected, as if he'd been there for hours. Are you okay? I asked, completely shaken by what I was seeing. Did you fall? 
I knew there was no way he could have gotten down from the second story and in front of my living room window safely in the time it took me to descend my stairs, but there he was, still and calm and acting as if it was the most normal thing in the world to defy gravity outside of a co-worker's house in the middle of the night. Hi, Tim. Go ahead and let me in now. Just go ahead and let me in, Kevin said his voice continuing to oscillate between a conversational tone and one that shot dread through every vein in my body. Dude, what is going on? What is this? Why don't you just go home and get some sleep? I pleaded. No can do, he said, shaking his head ever so slowly. No can do. I need to come in. Let me in, Tim. Okay, forget this, I said, finally reaching my limit with this total creep show of an interaction. I moved away from Kevin at the window and toward my front door, collecting my car keys on the way. If Kevin was going to continue to stalk my house all night, I was going to get the hell out of there until he sobered up or a neighbor decided to call the cops or something. I could go to my sister's or a hotel, anywhere but there. This was too upsetting, and I wanted nothing to do with IT Kevin and the bizarre breakdown he was having at my expense. I flung open the door and almost screamed. Kevin was standing right on the other side of the door, staring right at me and politely smiling. He was so close to the threshold, his nose must have been touching the door while it was closed. I stumbled back again, and my instinct was to run back upstairs, but I hesitated when I realized that Kevin wasn't coming after me. He was as close to being in the house as he possibly could be, but he just stood there, smiling politely and waiting for an invitation that wasn't going to come. Dude, seriously, what are you doing? I asked despite myself, thoroughly scared at this point. I'm going to get in there, one way or another, so you might as well let me in and save yourself the agony of waiting he said, his face taking on the look of someone who's about to indulge in a feast and couldn't be more excited. It's time for us to come in now. Before I lost my nerve, I rushed toward the door, slammed it shut, and locked it. Right before the door fully closed, I caught a glimpse of Kevin's eyes, and they were completely and perfectly black. Not a hint of white around where his pupils should have been. Fuck! I shouted and made my way to my pantry, the closest space without any doors or windows nearby, and shut myself inside to call the police. Enough was enough. Was it PCP? I wondered. I remember learning as a kid that PCP gave people superhuman strength, which would explain how he could fall from the second story without getting hurt and move around my house at an extraordinary speed. Whatever it was, I needed him gone. My hands were shaking as I pulled my phone from my pocket and dialed 911. I tried to steady my breath and tell myself that this was all minutes from being over while I waited for the call to connect. 911, what's your emergency? The operator asked on the other side of the line. Yeah, hi, my coworker is trying to get inside of my house and I think he's on drugs or something and I need someone to come over here and take him home or whatever. He just won't leave me alone. Sir, you said your coworker is at your house? The operator repeated back. Yes, exactly. He's being super weird and won't leave me alone, and I'm pretty sure he's on drugs. Is he inside the house? The operator asked. No, he keeps asking to come in, but I won't let him in, I answered. You should let him in, she said, and there was a sharp sizzle on the line, and then her voice became very clear, almost like she was right next to me in the pantry. It's time to let him in, Tim. Let him in. 
Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.